0: Welcome to the first episode of Intuitive Movements. Thank you so much for being here. I'm already feeling so grateful just to hold this space with you. I wanted to set the scene a little bit and share uh, what you might hear in the background of what I'm calling my studio space here. (laughs) I'm currently set up in the middle of the woods in central Oregon. So you may hear some birds, maybe even a plane fly over, the breeze rustling through the trees. I'm sitting here at my campsite, and the sun is setting behind me, casting just beautiful golden light all around me and warming my back. kind of just felt like the perfect moment to sit down and record this. This is the first and only episode that will be in this setting, likely, and that will be in this form, the only one that was written ahead of time. So <laughs> bear with me as I may move into what my sister calls my poetry reading voice. I'll be sure to keep it real though. All the giggles are always authentic. Moving forward, I'll be hosting guests to continue expanding on the teachings of moving through life led by intuition. I wanted to begin this podcast with my own story of awakening to my intuition. My hope and sharing is that you may expand on these lessons in your own journey and deepen your connection to your soul. I believe that intuition is our soul speaking to us. While our thoughts may be filtered by the mind, by our human experience, intuition comes from a much deeper place within. Whatever you believe in, it is of the beautiful mystery of the beyond. For most of my life, I was disconnected from my intuition. Though I believed I was living a happy life as it appeared on the outside, there was always something that felt sort of off, like something was left behind. The songs of my soul that I silenced, sifted through the clutter of my mind. It always sort of felt like I was doing a dance with my soul, though I was trying to lead, and I was always a little bit offbeat. I fell in love at 16, and after 10 years of dating, married my high school sweetheart. Shortly after our wedding in our home state of Ohio, we took on what we called a honey move to begin a new adventure in Seattle, Washington. I'm not here to get into the love and drama of our relationship, because that's not really the point. Those were the beautiful layers of life of which I lived behind, and the fears that I grew to know and hold. To put it simply, I wasn't living by my intuition, at least not knowingly. About a month after moving to Seattle, my ex and I were on a trip with some friends to Vancouver Island. We all got to talking about my ex's past and the trauma that he carried. I'm so grateful to always have friends in life who care to go deep, That's what she said. (laughs) Yeah, I did. I did. I wrote a that's what she she said joke into my podcast intro. Duh. (laughs) And it'll never get old. Anyway, (laughs) I believe that the best part of going through hard times is to get to share the lessons and expand on their teachings with others. Every part of ourselves that we get to heal cascades in healing light to others beyond our knowing, beyond our need to know. Anyway. Somewhere on that trip, I had a click moment. I turned to my friend and said, I just feel like I did what I had to do, and now it's my time to go. The words came from somewhere beyond my own thoughts. I hardly remember saying them, but I could hear them so clearly. And now it's my time to go, continued ringing in my ears for the months to follow. As you may imagine, this was a deep and painful awakening. With our recent marriage and cross-country move, I didn't feel that I could live with this truth. So I silenced my knowing. But the soul does not give up. It didn't take long for a pattern of mental illness to arise, something I had been working through for years. At this time, I had been attending therapy and practicing breathwork and meditation to combat my anxiety, combat, as if my mind was something to fight. I'd find my way through an anxiety attack, but it would always come back around, each time stronger, and in shortened cycles. I continued in therapy. We attended couples counseling and I began regularly practicing art. I believe that creative expression is one of our greatest forms in healing and we as humans are self-healing. Through all of this work, nothing felt like it was working. I was living within an outer shell I developed when I was young within my ego. It was a version of myself that grew with me and our relationship from my childhood before I truly knew who I am. The eternal I am. I created this version of myself to survive while inside I was dying. Our bodies will always tell us when something does not connect within. Trust your soul. Intuition, I heard it in a whisper before it wrapped me in a wave. My intuition came to me, showed me I'm still there to save. I didn't give it time and space, I neglected it and made mistakes. That whisper turned from soft to loud when my head was stuck up in the clouds. My inner soul is here to dance, if I only just give it the chance. It took me a full year from hearing my intuition speak to me to the point that I listened, with my full being. That's when I wrote this poem. I'd never believed myself to be an artist or knew that I was a poet. But my soul showed me I am. Anxiety lived as the walls around me that I thought were my home. These tools of meditation, exercise, art, etc., felt like I would open a window, unwilling to break down a wall, but enough to let a subtle breeze in, to see what it might feel like to be free. And there's a bird behind me now, showing me what it's like to be free. It wasn't until I separated from my ex that I actually felt I had the space within my home to breathe. Breath, our soul's movement. It's been a few years since writing this poem, and with life experience and new perspective, I no longer believe in mistakes. Though I was disconnected, I actually believe my intuition guided me through these challenges so that I may grow in my connection to my soul and so that I may receive these lessons to now give. I now know the difference between living with or against my intuition, and I am so grateful for that gift. A disconnect from intuition, for me, looked like a life lived in fear. And I always say, fear finds fear. Anxiety flooded my mind until there was no more space to fill, but love is a force to be reckoned with. And that's what I hope to teach you in this podcast. To give you the tools that have worked for me and others in connecting with self and intuition. To deepen self-love and inner confidence. To build trust and intuition so that you, too, may follow the path of your divine soul. Whatever you may be going through, whatever you believe that you are right now, I want you to know that you are so much greater than your suffering. I see you. I want you to know that you, at your core, are a light. And it is always within. I'll close with three practices of deepening intuition that have been so transformational for me. First, as I mentioned before, is art. Most importantly, allowing myself to be free in my creative expression. For me, this comes to form an abstract watercolor. The beautiful thing about watercolor is that it is impossible to create the same piece twice. With repetitive movement and a whole lot of patience, we may learn to let go a little more through every brushstroke. This practice of letting go allows me to be more fully present and in the flow, to allow myself to be guided by my art rather than attempting to control. Second, listen to your inner voice. I practice this by writing poetry, journaling, meditating, intentional exercise like walking or biking, and talking things through out loud. Sometimes this may be processing life with a friend and other times it's truly listening to myself as an observer. I love to read back on old journal entries to find new perspective. I also like to record voice memos so I can hear what it sounds like to listen to myself speak, noticing different points stand out. I refer to them as glowy moments when the words sort of shine. That's the intuition speaking. The more you observe with intention, the more you may notice, the deeper you grow with your soul. Third is so simply being. The simplest things may appear to be the most difficult, as we layer life's complexities on top. But these ways are truly the most transformative. I believe the moment things feel complex in life is a pull from your truth. Staying present, centered, and grounded in your true being may expand the space for your intuition, your soul, to enter without the fears and the messiness of life tackled on. This one will make more sense with deepened awareness. The start in practicing this is to pay close attention to your breath. Meditate, practice yoga, watch the river flow. However you feel called, breathe deeply within every moment and witness the days deepen. Let go and let flow and just simply be. Thank you for listening to my story. From the bottom of my heart, I am so grateful. If you'd like to expand on the conversation here, you can find me on Instagram at Intuitive Movements Podcast. I look forward to hosting guests soon and sharing more. Once every new moon, of course. Thank you. I love you, and let's keep glowing. <laughs> I know let's keep glowing is really lame, but I had to. It's really cute too, right? Keep on glowing.